able to join us today. Uh, this is our e-service, our midweek service, by God's privilege, we are holding our service online today. And uh, we are so much grateful that you could join us. I welcome you on behalf of God's servant, the apostle over this commission, uh, Brother Abraham Shem. And uh, we are indeed most privileged to have you here. Uh, today we shall be focusing on, uh, we shall be continuing our series for the month. We've been focusing on the subject. Uh, I shall not be ignorant of his devices. His devices referring to the enemy. And I believe the Holy Spirit will grant you understanding. Even as you listen to the word today, even as you listen, as you join in from wherever you are, in every part of the world today, to listen to his word. Shall make a prayer before we start. And I believe, indeed, you shall be blessed. Uh, within the service. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we give you praise and all the honor. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege that you've granted unto us once again to be able to listen to your word, to be able to partake of the name of your word. We say thank you for the word in season that you're sending our way this evening. Glory unto your name. We say thank you that you're opening the eyes of our understanding that once again we shall understand of your word. We give you glory and all the praise. For in the mighty name of Jesus Christ we pray and believe. Amen and amen. So uh, today we shall be looking unto uh, this subject. Uh, I shall not be ignorant of these devices. It's been a series that we start, God's servant started in this month of March. And uh, today we shall be focusing on a subject uh, known as diversions. Diversions. Praise the name of the living God. Diversions. And uh, I know some. Uh, it's it's commonplace that in our Christian walk we have we have diversions here one way or another. And uh, one thing we need to understand, we get to understand from scriptures, is that uh, diversions are one of the strategies the enemy uses. To, die, to sort of take us away from what God has set us for, has set up for us, uh, we shall be focusing on the the subject of uh, the account given in the Bible according to the book of First Kings chapter 13, verse 1 to 25. There we are giving uh, the account of the young prophet and of the old prophet. And uh, once you get to read uh, this particular account, you get to see that the young prophet. Yes, was sent of God, and uh, God has given him specific instructions. But because he was not uh, keen, because he was not, he, he was he was not keen to listen to what God had told him. He was he ended up being diverted, and uh, that led to his death. Remember, the Bible tells us, according to the book of Proverbs, chapter 14, verse 12, that there is a path that seems right to a man, but at the end of it is destruction. So this is a subject that we really have to look into, Kenley, uh, because uh, remember God has the best in store for each and every one of us. And we need to understand that every single time that God gives us instructions, unless we are keen to follow those instructions, uh, then the enemy will take advantage and make sure that we don't follow those instructions. But I believe your story shall be different in the mighty name of Jesus. So a diversion can simply to be defined uh, as a turn or another route, a deviation from the main course. Because remember, God has set specific courses for us to follow, and we need to be able to obey so that we can follow them. But every other time we do not follow the main course, a deviation or a diversion comes in. And that's where the enemy sets in. The enemy gives you another route that appears 
to be the main route, but he's not. And uh, if you're not sensitive, if you're not sensitive, if you're not being led by the Holy Spirit, you might end up taking that route and it will end up into your destruction. So, uh, dear friends, dear brethren, we need to be very sensitive, especially in the days and in the times that we live in. It is very, very important. Praise the name of the living God. So, uh, according to the book of 1 Kings, chapter 13, verse 1 to 25, there we get to see uh, the story of a prophet, of a young prophet, who God had sent uh, uh, to Bethel to speak unto the king, uh, King Jeroboam in particular, who had turned away from God and uh, was not doing what God had asked him to do. And uh, God had sent this particular prophet, giving him a word, a word for this particular prophet, for, the, for this particular king, King Jeroboam. And one thing that we get to see also is that God had given him specific instructions that as he was going to the king, as he was going to Bethel, he should not eat or drink and not return in the way in which he had come to. Meaning that God had already seen what was ahead and he expected that the young prophet should uh, follow the instructions to the latter. But as you read this account, you get to see that uh, he did not consider such. I'll put emphasis uh, on verse 11 all the way to verse 25. This is where you get to see the young prophet interacting with the old prophet. Because after he'd given, he'd given the King Jeroboam the word which the Lord had sent him with, uh, thereafter you get to see that uh, the king invited him over uh, to eat and drink and also to give him over presents but there he stood by the word of god and he stood firmly and said uh, i'm not going to partake because the instructions that were given i was told that neither to eat nor drink and uh, i should not return in the way in which i would come and from there he departed leaving bethel and on his way out the bible records uh, the Bible records uh, from verse 11, we will read, the Bible says, Now there dwelt an old prophet in Bethel, and his sons came and told him all the works that the man of God had done that day in Bethel, the words which he had spoken unto the king, then they told also to their father. And their father said unto them, What way went he? For his sons had seen what way the man of God went which came from Judah, and he said unto his sons, Suddenly the ass, so they saddled him the ass, and he rode thereon, and went after the man of God, and found him sitting under an oak. And he said unto him, Art thou the man of God, thou comest to Judah? From Judah, sorry. And he said, I am. Verse 15, Then he said unto him, Come home with me. Now this is the old prophet, speaking to the young prophet, and he said, Come home with me, and eat bread. And he said, I may not return with thee, nor go with thee, neither will I eat bread, nor drink water with thee in this place. For it was said to me by the word of the Lord, Thou shalt eat no bread, nor drink water there, nor turn again to go by the way that thou comest. He said unto him, I am a prophet also, thou art, and an angel spake unto me, by the word of the Lord, saying, Bring him back with thee in thine house, that he may eat bread and drink water. But he lied to him. Here we are being given an account that the old prophet lied to the young prophet. 
But remember, the young prophet was not sensitive to the leading because he had been given specific instructions from God that he should neither eat nor drink nor turn again to go by the way which he had come with into Bethel. And verse 19, the Bible says, So he went back with him and he did eat bread in his house and drank water. And verse 20, And it came to pass as they sat at the table that the word of the Lord came unto the prophet, came unto the old prophet, that is, that brought him back. And he cried unto the man of God that came from Judah, saying, Thus saith the Lord, for as much as thou disobeyed the mouth of the Lord and, and has not kept the commandment which the Lord thy God commanded thee, but camest, but camest back and has eaten bread and drank water in the place, of which the Lord did say to thee, Eat no bread and drink no water, thy carcass shall not come unto the sepulchre of thy fathers. And it came to pass, after he had eaten bread, and after he had drunk, praise God, and after he had drunk, that he saddled the, for him, uh, after he had drunk, that he saddled for him the ass to weep for the prophet for whom he had brought back. And when he was gone, a lion met him by the way and slew him. And his carcass was cast in the way and uh, in the way and the uh, and the ass stood by it and the lion also stood by the carcass and behold men passed by and saw the carcass cast in the way and the lion standing by the carcass and they came and told it in the city where the old prophet dwelt so from this account we can see clearly that indeed god had given the young prophet instructions and uh, every time god gives us instructions we as human beings, we as his creations, we are obligated to obey because there's only a blessing upon obedience. Every time we disobey the instructions of God, there are consequences to it. And we can clearly see from the word of God that there are consequences because of the young prophet's disobedience. And so we need to clearly examine this subject that not being, we should, should not be ignorant of the enemy's devices. One of the devices of the enemy is that he gives you another route from the main route which God had given you. Praise the name of the living God. So we need to be very sensitive, be very sensitive that every time God gives you an instructions that you follow it, ask for grace and that you follow it to the latter because God knows what lies ahead. He's the all-wise God. The Bible says he's the all-wise God. He knows what lies ahead. So every time he gives us instructions, we need to ask for grace per time that we should follow the instructions to the letter. Otherwise, the enemy, the Bible says that he's a devouring lion roaming about seeking for whom he may devour. If you're not sensitive, if you're not, if you don't follow the instructions that you've been given of the Lord, then the enemy will want to divert you from the main course. Praise the name of the living God. So we need to clearly understand that the plans of God are not for our destruction. Praise God. The plans for God are not for our destruction. Uh, the Bible says in the book of Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, thought to thoughts to give you an, a hope and an expected end. This is the Lord speaking unto us directly, saying that irrespective, he knows the thoughts that he thinks towards us. So every time he gives us instructions, they are for our good. They are not for our harm, but they are for our good. So we need to ask of grace from God that every time he gives us instructions, that we end up obeying them. We end up obeying them for us to partake of the full blessing so that we may not end up like the young prophet. Because remember, it is God who spoke directly to the young prophet.
And uh, if you, he had taken that instruction to the latter, he would have not have ended up in death. So I know at times there may be presented to you situations, there might be presented to you opportunities or paths that look like, uh, look like it, but remember, you need to stick by the word of God. What has God said regarding that? And that's the only way that you should you will you will escape the devices of the enemy because once you stand by what God has told you, then indeed uh, you shall not fall prey to what the enemy comes with. Because in the same way Jesus was tempted, uh, uh, we get to read from the uh, from the uh, Gospels that Jesus was tempted in the wilderness, but he stood by the word of God because he knew uh who had sent him there in the very first place praise the name of the living god so uh we also need to understand that uh, the enemy's goal is always to hinder us from attaining the good that the lord has set for us and that is why he presents to us diversions praise god so uh wherever you are get to know that every every single time god has given you instructions the enemy will want to come in and give you another route that may look like it but it's not it stick by the word of god and uh, that brings us to uh the second part of our teaching today uh how do we overcome diversions how do we have overcome diversions or how do we overcome the deviations that present us themselves to us per time praise god so the first thing you need to do uh brethren is that you need to stand by the word of the lord and obey his commands because the bible tells us according to the book of first john chapter 5 verse 3 that god's commands are not grievous god is a loving father unto us he's a loving father unto us all and every single command that he gives unto us they are not to harm us but therefore our good uh reading uh the book of first john uh, chapter 5 verse 3 from the king james version the bible says for this is the love of god that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not grievous his commandments are not grievous his commandments are for our good that every single time we take up the responsibility and follow his commandments to the full that indeed there's a blessing that is attached to that commandment so never look at god's commands as grievous uh, for instance when it comes to the subject of maybe prayer and fasting when it comes to the subject of god uh, the holy spirit leading you in a particular direction yes it might not be the way that your flesh wants but god knows this is the best way take courage take grace my brethren and follow that way because god's commandments are not grievous so number one stand by the word of the lord and obey his commandments then the second thing of how the second way that we need to uh, we need to observe in order to overcome diversions is to be led by the Holy Spirit. Praise the name of the living God. Uh, be led by the Holy Spirit. The times that we live in are very, are very unstable times, and we need the we need the leading of the Holy Spirit for us to stand firm. We need the leading of the Holy Spirit for us to bear fruit as Christians. Praise the name of the living God. Uh, from the book of Galatians chapter 5 verse 18, we get to understand the Bible says, But if ye be led of the Spirit, you are not under the law. If you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Because remember our bodies, our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And the Bible constantly reminds us that the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwelleth in us. So every time we are led by the Spirit, He 
teaches us and shows us what we ought to do, how we need to serve God, how we need to follow his instructions, how we need to obey, and he leads, he leads, he leads us in the way in which we need to go by. So, brethren, it's very, very important that you are led by the Holy Spirit as the second thing. Then the third way of how to overcome diversions is that you need to die to fleshly desires. Praise God. You need to die to fleshly desires. Because every other time, uh, the flesh may want to do something that contravenes the word of God. But brethren, you need to stand firm and die to fleshly desires. Because the enemy will always capitalize on the desires of the flesh to divert you from the right course. Praise God. The enemy will want to capitalize on the desires of the flesh. Perhaps you're feeling hungry and that's the time you know you need to fast. Uh, the enemy will capitalize on that hunger and tell you uh, you can just have a you can just have a bite. It's only this once, brethren. Be careful. Die to flesh. Ask of grace that you may die to flesh. According to the book of Romans, chapter eight, verse nine to ten. Nine to ten, the Bible tells us, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead. If Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is like because of righteousness. Praise the name of the living God. So, once you are dead to the flesh, then you find that it's very easy for the Holy Spirit to lead you. Because by time, it will be the Holy Spirit that is directing you. The Holy Spirit that is showing you how you need to follow the commandments of God. How you need to walk in righteousness and not in sin. Praise the name of the living God. Because remember the flesh is the reason why many are in sin. But every time you die to flesh, then you're, you're, give, you're providing that uh, enablement for the Holy Spirit to walk in with you, to, for the Holy Spirit to guide you. So it's very, very important. Then the fourth thing that we get to see uh, as a way of overcoming diversions in life is that we need to have faith in God. Praise God. Have faith in God. Let your faith be rooted firmly in God. The scriptures remind us that it is not possible to please God. It is not possible to please God unless we have faith. Praise God. Without faith, it is impossible. In other terms, without faith, it is impossible to please God. So we need to have faith. Uh, from the book of First uh, Corinthians chapter two, verse five, the Bible tells us that your faith should stand, should not stand. Sorry, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Brethren, we need to trust in God fully. Our faith needs to be in God alone, because first things first. He's our sustainer. He's, our, he's the one who provides for us. Praise the name of the living God. So your faith should not stand in men, but in the power of God. Because God is the Almighty. He's the one seated on the throne and is able to do all things. Praise the name of the living God. The next thing, the fifth thing that we get to also see is that uh, how to overcome diversions is that you need to subscribe to fatherhood. Subscribe to fatherhood. So, by fatherhood here, we simply mean you need to subscribe as a son and a daughter. You need to subscribe to the genuine uh, leadership of a spiritual father or a spiritual mother, praise the name of the Lord, or rather a spiritual parent. So when you have a spiritual covering as a son or daughter, then your paths are secure, praise the name of the living God. Because remember, your spiritual parents are your maybe your pastor, your spirit, your prophet, your prophet 
your spirit uh your spiritual uh authority there are some places god has taken him through that you may not necessarily have been there but uh by the wisdom god has given unto them by the leading of the holy spirit upon their lives then they are able to guide you in the way in which you need to go to so it is very very important that you subscribe to the uh to fatherhood praise god and uh, one account we can get to see in the bible is uh the account of jethro and moses uh, from the book of exodus chapter 18 verse 17 to 19 the bible says and moses father-in-law said unto him the thing that thou doest is not good thou will surely wear away both thou and this people that is with thee for this thing is too heavy for thee thou art not able to perform it thyself alone hearken now unto my voice i will give thee counsel and god shall be with thee be thou for the people to god word thou that thou mayst bring the causes unto god here jethro uh, moses father-in-law was giving him was giving him instructions on how he ought to judge the people remember uh, moses was the leader over the israelites by the time they were in the wilderness and at this particular moment they will have cases uh, they will have uh, cases amongst themselves that they will come to Moses so that Moses will be able to solve them. And uh, given the multitude, Moses was not able to handle it by himself. And that's why we, clear, we see Jethro, by the time he had visited Moses, was instructing him and telling him that whatever you're trying to do will wear you out. In other terms, yes, we'll do it, but you will not be effective. So uh, you need a spiritual covering. You need, the, you need to subscribe to fatherhood because uh, when you subscribe under a spiritual cover, then you are able to be guided in the way that you need to go. Yes, you might be having uh, the anointing of the Lord, but unless you are guided, unless you're guided by those who have been there, then you are likely to wear out before your time is complete or before even fulfilling your purpose. So it is very, very important, brethren, that get to subscribe to the ministry to the ministry of fatherhood that indeed you shall be guided praise god and you shall not be a victim of the, the diversions that the enemy brings across uh then the final thing that we get to see as a way of overcoming diversions is that you need to be planted in the house of god praise god you need to be planted in the house of god from scriptures the book of psalms chapter 92 verse 13 the Bible tells us that those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. So you, sh you shall only flourish upon the condition of you being planted. Praise God. So you're first planted in the house of God is when, is, is when you're flourishing. Praise God. And by planting here, we simply mean that you need to be belong to a church community. You need to belong to a fellowship. A group of believers where your faith gets to grow consistently because remember once you're in uh, once you're planted then it's be, it's very possible for you to be held accountable it's very possible for you to have people that also hold you accountable in your work as a Christian uh, I'll give you a story from uh, the, the jungle the law of the jungle every other time that uh, a wild animal for instance the lion wants to uh wants to attack maybe a gazelle in the will in, in, in the in in the in the in the wild you'll find that the the lion will tend to isolate this particular prey or this particular gazelle that is looking forward to so once the prey is isolated 
then there it's very easy for the prey to be captured and to be killed. But whenever they're in a group, it becomes very hard for this prey to be captured. Praise God. So by you being planted in the house of God, you, you are getting into a community of believers that are also able to stand with you in the times of challenge, in the times of calamities, in the times of crisis. They are able to stand firm with you and you are able to stand strong. So brethren, it is very, very important that you get to be planted in the house of God. So just going quickly over what we've discussed, doing a summary of what we've discussed, we get, we've understood that one of the strategies, one of the devices of the enemy is diversions. And we need to be very, very sensitive in the spirit. We need to be led of the spirit to overcome diversions because the enemy will always prevent diversions, brethren. So the first thing we've got to see is that stand by the word of the Lord and obey his commandments because his commandments are not grievous. Uh, that's from the book of First John chapter 5, verse 3. The second thing we've got to see is that you need to be led by the Holy Spirit from the book of Galatians chapter 5, verse 18. Then the third thing we've got to see is that you need to die to fleshly desires so that you can be led of the Spirit. Because the Spirit gives life, but the flesh will give you death. Praise the name of the living God. Uh, according to the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 9 to 10. Then the fourth thing we get to see is that you need to have faith in God. Let your faith be rooted firmly in God. Because every instruction God has given you, indeed, He shall fulfill it. When you have faith, the Bible reminds us that uh, his, his word shall not return unto him void. In other terms, we are being told that that word that God has given you, that word that God has given you shall fulfill that which it was supposed to fulfill as long as you stand firm by it, as long as you have faith in it. So have faith in God from the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 5. Then the next thing we've got to see is that you need to subscribe to fatherhood. And that is very, very important for your spiritual covering from the book of Exodus chapter 18, verse 17 to 19. And lastly, uh, be planted in the house of God from the book of Psalms chapter 92, verse 13. So brethren, that is our teaching for today. I believe God will be, has spoke, the Holy Spirit has spoken to you. And uh, we'll continue speaking to you in a great and mighty way. Praise the name of the living God. Perhaps you're there. Uh, you've not got to know Christ as your Lord and Savior. Perhaps you're there. And uh, you're saying, uh, I've not been walking right with God. I want to make my walk right once again with God. I'd like to pray with you. I'd like, to pray. I'd like us to pray together as we make that prayer of salvation. Because the Bible reminds us constantly that God is patient with us because his desire is that all may come to repentance praise the name of the living god that all may repent and walk right with god and there, there is a, there's rejoicing in heaven once a sinner surrenders his life to christ praise the name of the living god so if you're there you're saying uh, i like to walk right i like to make the decision of knowing jesus as lord and my savior because remember Unless, unless you've subscribed to the leading of the Holy Spirit, unless you're a son of God, unless you're a child of God, then the enemy will always get you, will always bring diversions your way. Praise the name of the living God. So I'd like to pray with you. And, and uh, wherever you are, I'd like you to make this prayer. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I come before you this evening. I am a sinner. I repent of all my sins. I pray that, Lord, my past shall be wiped away and today I start a new beginning. Lord, I believe in your word. 
that indeed you died for my sins on the cross. And today, I make this bold uh, confirmation that I am born again by your power in the mighty name of Jesus. Brethren, if you made that prayer, I believe that you have been born again and that your sins have been washed away. The Bible says that uh, he that uh, Christ has set free is truly free indeed. You are free from the bondage of sin. You are declared free from the bondage of sin. And as you start this journey, get to join, uh, get to be planted in the house of God, praise God, uh, that indeed uh, as you start this new journey in your life, God will guide you and uh, constantly you shall get to flourish in his word and in your work as a Christian. Praise the name of the living God. Praise the name of the living God. We thank God for the time we've had this evening. Indeed, it has been a wonderful time. And wherever you are, I believe as you obey the instructions of the Lord, as you obey his commands, indeed that blessing that has been attached to that commandment shall be fulfilled in the mighty name of Jesus. I believe we shall be seeing you soon once again. And uh, on behalf of God's servant, once again, we welcome you to the home of more than conquerors. Our vision is uh, raising a people that are led by the Spirit from the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 2, verse 4 to 5. And uh, indeed, we believe we shall be having a wonderful time. We thank God. Have a wonderful evening. God bless you. We shall be seeing you once again uh, in the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord preserve you. The Lord keep you in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for spending time with us this evening and uh, you're, most, uh, you're most appreciated. Jesus loves you and so do I. Bye-bye.